Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Over these next few weeks, we'll turn our attention towards uh, Christmas, since it's that time of year we celebrate our Savior's birth. Imagine if I could, before the season began, accurately predict the two teams that would be in this year's Super Bowl. I'm, I'm sure I couldn't do that, but uh, maybe I could get lucky. And then there are some prognosticators who, using analytics, or maybe they get lucky, could do it from time to time. But imagine if I, or they, could predict the two teams and the exact score. Now, that would be phenomenal. And then imagine if they could do it year after year for several years. As impossible as such a feat would be in football, the Bible's prophecies about Jesus do exactly that. Only it's more phenomenal. There are about 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that were specifically fulfilled by Jesus in his birth and ministry. So using the same scenario, imagine imagining predicting the Super Bowl teams and the correct score for 300 consecutive years. Impossible, right? Plus, the odds of one person fulfilling all those predictions made centuries before his birth are just just staggering. Perhaps the one most fascinating to me is the foretelling of his virgin birth. Do you know how important and significant the virgin birth of Jesus is? Seven centuries or so before that night in Bethlehem, the prophet Isaiah spoke this. It's recorded in Isaiah seven fourteen. There God's word reads, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Then come along 700 years to Joseph's confusion and struggle over discovering his fiancée, Mary, is pregnant. And Matthew 1, verse 20, records this for us. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done, Matthew writes, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. The virgin birth would be the sign of the long-awaited Messiah. Joseph was Jesus' earthly dad in that he raised and cared for him, but God himself is Jesus' father. And it's because Jesus was from Mary's seed. By the way, the seed of a woman, the first prophecy made of a coming Savior, all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. And not from the seed of Joseph, rather the seed of God that entitles him to be your Savior and Lord. It It means that while he was truly a human being just like us, He was without sin, which, of course, is unlike us. Thus, he could keep God's law and never commit a single sin. He could lay down his life as the only adequate payment for the sins of man, including yours and mine. The virgin birth of Jesus of Nazareth is the bedrock of his authority. It's an essential component of a sound, accurate, and orthodox doctrine of Christianity. So as you move into this Christmas season, You're going to hear the virgin birth referenced in the songs of Christmas, in the things that you read, the sermons that you hear. Be thankful that God did this miracle so that you can have a Lord and Savior. Let's pray. 
Father, thank you for the virgin, a virgin birth of your Son, the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth. And may your son, your daughter, grasp the significance of this great reality. And may they worship this God-man, Jesus, this Christmas season as Lord and Savior. In his name I pray, amen.